Welcome to the Tribe Archipelago podcast. Interviews and inspiration for photographers. We are a community of photographers united by a passion for our craft and a growing collection of some of the world's finest Lightroom presets and post-production tools. Whatever you're doing right now, whether it's editing your recent session, headed out for a shoot, or just hanging out at your favorite coffee spot, we're glad you're here. As a way of thanking you for tuning in, we are offering all of our podcast listeners a discount of 20% on your next purchase. Visit us at tribearchipelago.com and use the code TRIBEPODCAST to redeem the special offer. So thanks for joining us today, and on behalf of Tribe Archipelago, I'm your host, Sean Morton. As photographers, we're often forced to endure some tough physical challenges. Wedding and event photographers are regularly on their feet for 8 or 10 hours in a day, often carrying two very heavy cameras around the whole time. Then we can get tied down to our desks, sitting for long hours, editing images. All of these things and more can take their toll on our bodies, so it's important to have the best tools available to take care of ourselves. For this reason, we decide to chat with Serafina Capranos. Serafina is a homeopath, herbalist, and educator at the Green Raven Center, a multidisciplinary clinic on Salt Spring Island in British Columbia. She brings the balance of university education and science to the magic of what wildlands and indigenous healers has taught her to each of her classes and clients. In this interview, we discuss ways we can all maintain our health with a focus on specific issues that many of us as photographers face in our day-to-day lives. It is an eye-opening chat and well worth a listen. I hope you enjoy my interview with Serafina Capranos. Hello, Serafina, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me today. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm very excited uh, to have someone on the podcast that isn't a photographer. Give us a little bit about who you are and, and kind of what you do and, and, and a little bit about your, your background. Absolutely. So I currently live on a beautiful little island in the West Coast called Salt Spring Island, BC. Um, though I did grow up, was born and raised and grew up in Ontario. And so I'm a classical homeopath and also a Western herbalist. And um, just briefly how I got into that is I was raised by a family in Ontario who were immigrants and raised me with uh, herbal medicine as basically our first line of defense in terms of healthcare. Cool. And I always like to let people know that wasn't because my family were hippies. It was just that's literally what they knew. They lived yeah. in little villages in Europe they, where there was no physician. And so everyone just came to know how to deal with the cough and the cold and the backache and all the different things because their lives depended on it. Hmm. Um, and so growing up in that culture, of course, we had a doctor, but um, there was a conscientiousness just to stay out of the doctor's office, which was busy and hard to get into and just learn how to take care of ourselves. And we did. And, and, um, and then I, in my late teens, I had a spinal injury that led me to every doctor and every therapist that really couldn't offer me anything. So then I turned back to natural health, natural medicine, which got me literally walking again. Wow. And I've never had issues since. And, uh, the system of medicine that really helped me was homeopathy, which I didn't even believe in and I didn't know much mm. about. And um, there was so much controversy around, but it was the one thing that got me living pain-free. 
Hence, I went and pursued a four-year diploma in it and have been in private practice for about 16 years. Amazing. Uh, I'm so curious. So, so when you say your, your, um, your family came from small village, where where in Europe were they? uh, So basically, yeah, basically Northern Germany in a little village. Um, and this little village, you know, I, I've heard so many stories There, literally women were having babies on the kitchen tables (laughs) with the midwives, which were also taking care of every small ailment. Um, so yeah. Very cool, very cool. And you spent some time. Uh, I think you studied uh, down in the in New. Is it New Mexico in the states as well? Yeah, I studied with a herbalist and healers and shamans down in New Mexico. So my background is kind of this mashup of you know I went to University of Toronto after high school and wanted to pursue a medical degree, and yet so much of what was calling me and and literally helped me with my health was more tr- traditional ways of healing. Um, the ways of herbal medicine and shamanic medicine. So my background and still to this day, my practice is really the fusion of both the clinical scientific verified um, methods of healing. And then also the more traditional earth-based teachings of shamanism. Yeah. So I lived in New Mexico um, and studied with healers down there in my early twenties. Wow. Very cool. That's, 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 uh, that's pretty neat to be able to incorporate those, those two worlds in, in a practice for sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess let's, let's dive in. So when we chatted, uh, bef- before we, uh, you know, set up this interview, I, um, I was excited because, uh, I, I talked to you about, you know, as photographers, we're often working really long days. Like those of us that do weddings and events, sometimes we're on our feet, like eight, 10, 12 hours a day. We're you know, carrying two really big cameras around. So physically it's, it's incredibly exhausting. And then, and then we come home and then we're stuck sitting, you know, at our desk for hours at a time. So, you know, I, I don't think a lot of people outside of the field would think of photography as a, as a job that necessarily would, you know, take a physical toll, but it, it really is. It can be really hard on our bodies in, in, in a couple of different ways. So I was really excited when I, you know, heard I was going to get the chance to talk to you because I'd like to, for myself and, and for the listeners, just to kind of uh, maybe get some ideas on uh, things we can do uh, to maybe preventative things we can be doing to be taking care of ourselves, but also uh, maybe you have some ideas on uh, things we can do, you know, throughout these days or uh, sort of some recovery techniques or, or um, things we can do uh, after the fact, you know, if we are hurting or if we, we are have ailments that, that need to be addressed. Yeah, absolutely. I love talking about this, uh, this topic, you know, a lot, of course, it's not just photographers, but so many people are struggling with a lot of the concerns that you just shared. So here's the beauty of natural medicine, and in particular herbs, which is what I'm going to focus on today, is um, they've co-evolved with us, you know, so I like to always let people know that it's not just that the human being is connected to nature, we literally are nature, and our ancestors and our relatives are these plants, we literally co-evolved with them. So our biology is educated such that it knows how to digest and assimilate herbal medicine and herbal medicine plants around the world cross cultures has been the first line of defense in terms of healing and prevention. So the class of herbs that I would want every photographer to know about are called adaptogens. And so even when we 
hear that word adaptogens, we see or we hear adapt in there. Right. And so adaptogens are a class of herbs that literally help us adapt and then recover from stress, the hmm. prolonged uh, uh, stress that is taking a toll on our physical bodies, the kind of stress that impacts our immune system, sleep disruption, all of that. So a few that I want to mention, and we can put links to specific products in the show notes if you sure. want, yeah. is um, the first one that I want to talk about is called rhodiola. And it's also known as the Arctic rose. Hmm. And so a herb like rhodiola it, um, there's so much really solid, excellent research in, in it being stre strengthening for the immune system and helping us physically recover from stress. So I'm thinking about those photographers that you just said who are on these shoots that are hours, days, you know, yeah. I'm sure well into the night, you're lugging around heavy equipment. Oh, yeah. Um, and then you're also probably around a lot of different people who might be carrying germs, you know, <laughs> True, at yeah. weddings, there's little kids yeah. and you know, all of that. So rhodiola, and then another one called ashwagandha. I know these are un, probably strange words for the listener. Mm -hmm. um, these are herbs that are thousands of years old. They've been in use for thousands of years, which is quite profound when you think about that, that yeah. for thousands of years, humans have been consuming these plants to go on those long treks to endure uh, confrontation with different climates, right? to endure being around different viruses and bacteria. So the intelligence of plants is that they not only help us recover well from overexertion or carrying heavy equipment, but they also help our body just operate well and strengthen our immune system. So when I think about the photographer who has to sit for hours in front of a computer screen editing yes. and just using the visual power and then the brain power to make those decisions. And I imagine photographers have that fine, acute kind of eyesight, seeing all those little details. There's a strain. Oh, yeah. Right? Because humans are not intended really or designed to be sitting in front of a screen for hours upon hours. Um, without break, and I'm sure not eating or drinking as regularly as you'd want to. Mm -hmm. So, so the adaptogens, namely rhodiola and then ashwagandha, which is also known as Indian ginseng. A lot of people, I'm sure, have heard of ginsengs. Yeah. Um, and then the her third one is called holy basil, also known as tulsi. And so these class of adaptogens, they're also mood elevators. You know, so people who suffer from seasonal affect disorder or people who uh, experience dep situational depression or anxiety, they lower our stress hormones in our bodies. They help to balance those blood sugars and really give us strength, which is hmm. what we're all wanting. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. How would you be taking these? Is this sort of like a, you know, preventative that you'd use regularly or... Yeah, that's the beauty of these. The best actually taken over a long period of time regularly. Okay. And so they're found as capsules. They're found as liquid extracts, which are called tinctures yeah. for people who don't like pills. And pretty much any health food store would carry them, um, or you can buy them online, of course. But they, they are, there are invigorating tonics, right? right? So these are the class of herbs that were the tonics. They were the, the pills or the foods that or and I just want to emphasize that a lot of them are actually classified as foods and so in okay. traditional cultures they'd be mixed with a soup or mixed with some kind of 
porridge, if you will. Hmm. But and today, you take them as a liquid extract called a tincture, or you would take them as a capsule. And yes, the beauty is long term. So every day, um, a pinch of prevention is worth a pound of cure, right? right? That's yeah. something that we really work with in natural medicine is to get us to the place where we're not tanked, where we don't have adrenal burnout or some kind of metabolic or hormonal disorder like low thyroid. Yeah. Um, so that's where we use these. They prevent all of that, which is quite, quite profound when you think about it, that these natural substances do all this. Yeah. And for those people that maybe are burnt out or in pain or it, what, what do you recommend for, for those type of situations? Yeah. So I would prefer, I would recommend herbs like these ones. Yeah. And then in it, you know, for the person who's experiencing a lot of physical pain, um, mm -hmm. I can only imagine, you know, the different body positions you have to be in to take that right <laughs> yeah. shot or, uh, the different or sitting for eight hours upon hours in front of yeah. a computer, the product. And again, I have no affiliation to this product. It's just one that comes to mind and is really well known. So your listeners may have heard of it yeah. is called recovery Okay, and it's made by a Canadian, um, and recovery is a, a combination of herbs and other supplements that are anti-inflammatory. And so recovery is something that I would think about for some of the, your photographers who, who are in chronic pain, the joint pain, or some other chronic inflammation. It's also used for things like colitis, which is a, a chronic inflammatory bowel disease. Yeah. And it manages and, de and quiets inflammation without being a suppressant. And that's, again, why natural medicine is so beautiful. It's working with your body's own heal healing capabilities rather than coming in to interrupt any natural uh, immune process. Okay. So something like recovery, which is safe, which is over-the-counter, again, sold at most health food stores, um, is a really healthy product. It's actually made from a lot of berries and fruits that are high in antioxidants, hmm. but is quite potent as a pain reliever. So I would do something like the adaptogens I mentioned combined with recovery, which, again, is safe. You can take it for a long term. Um, and then the other thing, it's a simple vitamin that's relatively inexpensive, which is good old fashioned magnesium. Oh yeah. And yeah. And magnesium is a natural mood elevator, antidepressant, mm. anti-anxiety, and also anti-inflammatory and it helps sleep. Huh. And that's actually, that. yeah. And I, magnesium and the adaptogens I mentioned all help sleep. And I bet you there's a lot of photographers who are up at night, either worrying about the project they've got going on or so overstimulated that they can't really let down. You know, that's a modern condition as yeah. insomnia. So magnesium is something that I highly recommend for most people just as an all-around good immune health supplement. Hmm. What um, what kind of advice would you give somebody who's out all day at a wedding, let's say? Uh, what, what sort of tips would you give them to sort of maintain their health throughout the day? Yeah. So, um, just good old fashioned advice, such as bring your fluid with you, bring your water with you, make sure you have water bottle, drink more than you think than you would expect, you know, yeah. a couple liters for sure for the average adult. The other thing I'd like to suggest is to put electrolytes in your water. Oh yeah. And so a really common electrolyte that some of you might've heard of is called emergency sold at yes. most pharmacies, health food stores, etc. So putting emergencies, which basically are a good dose of vitamin C and other antioxidants, just helps keep, keep your energy levels up. Hmm. And then 
you know, when you're breathing, when you're talking to people, we're constantly losing hydration. And when we're not eating regularly or properly, we're losing some of those good electrolytes. So emergency in your water, bring protein. You know, I wouldn't, a lot of people reach for sweet things because our, our biological brain, our reptilian brain knows that it wants sweets and carbohydrates, which are quick energy. Yeah. But actually what I'd recommend that you pack are, is protein, hmm. nuts, ideally not protein bars, which are so high in sugar, but right. nuts, boiled eggs, hummus, um, you know, beef jerky, whatever it is, that's quick protein hits, I'd recommend. So that water, and then fiber keeps us full and keeps our blood sugar balanced. And so I emphasize blood sugar balancing a lot, because huh. when you have those hit drops, those 3pm drops of energy, where you're just so tired, that's me. And you want, yeah, <laughs> and you want that cup of coffee, or you want that chocolate croissant, your body's actually having a blood sugar dip. And huh. so protein and fiber, keeps your blood sugar nice and balanced. Hmm. So high fiber would be those things like an apple. Yes, it's sweet, but it's got lots of fiber right. um, or, you know, carrots or celery or whatever, just real food that is high in fiber. That's so interesting. I, I swear at four o'clock every day, I'm ready to have a nap. I, I, I tell my partner all the time, it's, it's my nap time, you know? So exactly. I, yeah, it sounds and like And you're not alone. You're yeah. not alone. So there's two things I want to say about that, because I bet a lot of your listeners are like, oh my gosh, that's me too, yeah, Sean. You know, yeah. So um, when you have that three or four o'clock dip where you just want to crash, yeah. that is two things. There's two things going on. One is what they, it's what they call the adrenal slump time. Yeah. Most of us in, the, in our modern world have tired adrenal glands. Our adrenal glands are those little shock absorbers that are responsible for fight or flight or just basically the, the stress hormone cortisol, right? Mm -hmm. So most of us have that tanked. Um, and that's where adaptogens come in. If you look at the research, they're all pointing to, you know, maintaining and supporting our, our nervous system, our parasympathetic nervous system, which is responsible to tying into those adrenals. Hmm. So there's that. And then the second thing is blood sugar. Yeah. It probably, if I were to guess, you know, you haven't had enough protein or enough hydration or regular meals or something is in there. And that's usually the culprit. Yeah. Huh. Very, very good to know. Uh, you've piqued my interest for sure. Uh, give, give us um, maybe some, some other little tidbit here before we wrap up uh, on, on sort of general maybe advice, not, you know, not specific to photographers, but something maybe that uh, the average person might not know about or might not think about in terms of maintaining, maintaining their health. Yeah, so really, um, and there's so much good research coming out here now about this. The number one thing I would say is food is our first line of defense. You know, right. good nutrition is so solid. And um, namely around that, which most people might not know, is avoiding the sugars or high co complex carbohydrates because keeping our blood sugar level keeps our stress hormone down. So the whole anti-aging and, you know, the, if you Google the most popular things that are searched around health, it's anti-aging and sexual function. You know, yes, yeah. everyone wants a good sex life and everyone wants to have a mortal, you know, live, yeah. live that those youthful years forever. Yes. Well, if you want that, it's uh, really about keeping your blood sugar levels in check, making sure your pancreas doesn't spike by keeping your, having a diet that's low in sugar, complex carbs, and high in protein and good fiber. So that's the first thing. The other thing is sleep, protecting your sleep and making sure that you have good rest and regular sleep, you know? So 
regular sleep, meaning going to bed before 11 p.m. is ideal. Yeah. And making sure that you have at least seven and a half hours. Um, and that's important too. So taking care of the screen time, shutting down, sleep hygiene, you know, having a real ritual to get into bed and sleep well by taking things like magnesium. Hmm. Um, so blood sugar balancing, high fiber, good protein, good sleep, and then actually having, if I could, if there's a wish I have for every, everyone listening, it would be having some time in the day where you're really, your mind is shut off where you're daydreaming, you're watching the clouds roll by, you're napping or you're, you know, reading a really good lighthearted book, something where the where the body is actually having true rest. Hmm. Because most of us don't have true rest. We can be sitting on a beach in paradise, but if our mind is perpetually worrying or anxious, that's not rest. And yeah. the body's reading that as chronic stress. So hmm. if I were to summarize all these things I just shared, it's having the body move away from chronic stress and having true rest, because that's how we replenish. Fantastic. You know, Serafina, I think there it was a lot of really good advice you, you packed in packed in there for us. So uh, I just want to thank you for, for taking a few minutes today and, and uh, sharing your, your insight and, and wisdom with us. It was, it was eye-opening for me, and I'm, I'm sure our listeners are going to feel the same. So, so thank you again for, for sharing that with us. You're so welcome. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. If you'd like to find out more about Serafina Capranos, please check out the links in the show notes at tribearchipelago.com slash podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you love about the podcast by leaving us a review on iTunes. Don't forget that as a way of thanking you, we're offering all of our podcast listeners a 20% discount on your next purchase. Be sure to visit us at tribearchipelago.com and use the code TRIBEPODCAST to redeem this special offer. Thanks again. Until next time.